I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Guys, I have such a treat for you today because my girlfriend, Heather, who is so much like you all. Like when you get to know her, you're going to be like, yep, she's every woman is here to talk with us today about entrepreneurship and motherhood and all things that we are all experiencing together in a silo. Please welcome Heather. Ah, Thank you, Whitney, for having me. Uh, Girl, you have how many kids? (laughs) So many small children. (laughs) Little tribe. (laughs) Three. Um, And they're five and three. Six, five, and three? Yeah. So when you had the six and the five-year-old, and that was back-to-back, was that like on purpose? Well, so um, when I was nursing my oldest, we decided to stop so we could try. And so about two weeks after that, we thought we were going to start trying. Well, surprise, we were already pregnant. So we were going to start, and we are kind of work. So divine intervention at its finest. Oh my gosh. She's on her own too. She almost was born on the side of the highway monetarily. That girl. Oh my God. I can't. So have you always like, have you always been an entrepreneurial spirit or do you felt like, do you feel like motherhood has kind of initiated some of this stuff in you? I feel like motherhood has, I've always been in sales and marketing. Uh, I have a background in sales and marketing with, uh, in the legal field for plus 10 plus years. Um, and so when I kind of wanted to move out of that, when I did have kids, cause it was just, you wanted to be home and you wanted to just be there for them. My husband travels all the time. And so I just wanted a parent home with a constant. And then I just kind of fell into it. I found, you know, the health and fitness, because that was my background before. And then we just kind of morphed into trying to help moms in other ways, because some people already have the health piece and need the other stuff. And that's the thing. I think so often motherhood becomes this amplifier on whatever it was that was already kind of deeply innate in us. Like something happens when we have kids where, where we immediately become, oh my God, it's not just about me doing this thing that I want to do and helping people. Now it's also about showing my children what it's like to go after the things that you want. Yeah. And they're watching. I mean, right. Like they're little and they're watching you do the things and they hear you at the dinner table. If you're complaining about a boss or they hear you at the dinner table when you're talking about this thing that you're working really hard to do on your own. Right. Yeah. They see everything you're modeling behavior from the get go. And they're such a mirror, honestly, like there's things that come out of my three year old's mouth and I'm like, Oh gosh, do I sound like that? Oh my, I probably need to change that a little bit. And it's a good like check for you too. And then it just helps you kind of do better. And you just want to show them, especially for my daughter, because I have two boys and a girl. I want to show them that you can do it. You can be a mom, you can work from home, you can start something and it's hard work. And nothing in life is easy and anything in life worth it is, you know, not easy either. You have to work hard for what you want. It's so true. And I think too, we have this added pressure 
on us because we don't want our kids to see us fail, right? Like if I do this and like, it's important to me that they see me succeed so that they feel like it's possible for them to succeed. But I would argue some of the best learning moments for me have been ones where I have like failed, where I have fallen flat on my face, right? And what we teach them by showing them that, by showing them the failure is that we're resilient, that when things are hard, when things don't go the way we want them to go, we have the opportunity to choose our next right move. We have the ability to choose how we respond. So I think a lot of times when I have conversations with women just like you that run their own businesses, they do feel this added pressure of like, it's not necessarily perfection, but it's like the success measure. Like I must be successful because when really we're teaching them whether or not we are successful or we're failing, we're giving them the visual representation of what it looks like to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and like get back in the darn game, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Failures. That's the biggest teaching moment because things aren't always going to go their way either. And you know, with kids, you just want to give them everything and make it okay. But you know what? That's not life. And if you don't teach them early, you're going to set them up almost for failure when they're older because they're not going to learn and have that skill. So I mean, it might be hard, right? No one wants to fail. No one wants to make mistakes, but you do, you learn so much and then you can get better. And so when you sort of made the pivot from corporate America into entrepreneurship and then even more now as you've had more children and you've really gotten clear on what your purpose is and your value in the marketplace, tell me where that vision took you. Well, starting a business is no joke. You, you know, um, it's hard work and things change so much and what I started as an idea is not even close to what I'm doing now, right? And it's so, for me, I'm a planner, okay? I don't like surprises. And I like knowing the next step or the three steps ahead. And I'm learning that you can't really do that with business. You can have a plan, you can kind of have a vision, but you have to be um, able to shift and, and move and pivot and change because that might not be what they need. And you kind of have to go with what your person needs. And so it's morphed into an idea where I was going to help women with like coaching, um, just kind of getting them off the couch and just like feeling like them again, because I, I think I might've had like some delay postpartum after my third, I had back surgery four months after he was born and had to go through that whole process. And that was my third one. And just the low of the low, right? Like I'm an active person and you can't get up and go, you know, even just play with your kids. It's really, really hard to do. So I just wanted to show that you can be on the other side, but I don't have it all figured out. I'm just might be a couple more steps ahead of everybody or some people, not everyone. And then there's people ahead of me and there's always learning. And it's now morphed into this thing where a lot of people come to me for uh, help on just, balancing the house and school and all the things because you just kind of have to make it like well oiled machine. And that's not what I started out as. So yeah, 
It's, it's really interesting to me that you said it this way because I think people get really hyped up on this idea that their purpose is their forever purpose. And I am always so happy when I get to have that conversation with people. It's like, no, no, honey, your purpose right now is what's exciting to you right now and how you take that and you help someone else with what's exciting to you in your stage of life. And that purpose is going to change and ebb and flow a million times. So think of it more of like a bus. Let's say you go to the bus station and you need to get to Chicago, but you don't, there's not a direct bus that goes from where you are to Chicago. So what do you do? You get on the one that gets you the closest. Right. And then when you get to that station, then you pivot and you get on the one that gets you to your destination, right? It's the exact same thing with your purpose work. It's going to ebb and flow. You're going to go from one train station to the next and it's going to, okay, this is what I've learned. And now I realize that actually this piece of it is much more important to me, or this is the missing piece. And then you continue to forge on in the right direction. So stop thinking about like, my purpose is this one thing and there's only one vehicle for me to take to get to that place. Well, I mean, by bus, by train, by boat, by plane. I mean, Lord, there's lots of things we can do to get from A to B, right? Yeah, there's so many different avenues you can take. And when I started, I was in that mode, like, this is what I want to do and I want, and I'm very instant gratification type person. That's why I get stuff done so fast. Cause I just don't like to wait. Uh, one of my, one of my coaches always uh, says that I don't let grass grow under me and it's great, but it's also, you know, a hindrance sometimes because it's like, you gotta, you know, learn and take it in and kind of look at it in a, in a big picture. So, um, I think it's important to know too, like the people that we watch and the people that we think are experts, they are still learning from their experts too. Like they're always learning more and we can sometimes teach them things as well. So don't count yourself out. I love that perspective. And you know, you were saying before that you got into this because you wanted to help people in a certain way and that sort of evolved and changed for you. And as a person who really loves to plan and you love to know the next right step, how were you able, because I think there's a delicate balance here. How were you able to like plan for the direction you were moving in, but also be nimble? Like what were the things that you were doing to say, okay, I'll take these actions, but this is where I'm going to make a game time decision in this area. I think it's really staying true to what you really want. You know, I, um, I've been working with coaches and, they suggest, and I'm one of those people that if you are an expert or someone that's done it before, who am I to question too, too much? But if it's going in a direction where I don't really want to go, then I was like, no, that's not really quite what I want to do. No, this is really how I want to get there. So if this isn't the right way, let's come up with a different way. You kind of have to stick with your, I want to say morals, but like you want to really stick with your vision and your purpose and really what you want to do. And you might not be able to do it in that specific way, but you don't want to also do it that's not true to you. Yeah. I mean, I think there is this, um, if you are able to like take advice and take in information from other people and apply it in the sense that it's like good advice, but not necessarily Bible, that's really good for you. Your gut is going to tell you whether it's a yes or a no for you. And you have to honor that the most the most important skill that I have as an entrepreneur is knowing what's right for me and what's not right for me. You have to be open too. Um, you kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit and they're going to push you. And I mean, I know you, you, 
you'll push and push, you'll push to a point where it's like, get a little uncomfortable because if you just live in your comfort, you'll never grow. And you'll never like dive in deep to really maybe what something you didn't really know was there. And like, here's how I tell the difference between um, fear that's pushing me out of my comfort zone, but I know is the right direction. And ooh, I don't know if this is right for me. So for me, it's like expansive fear versus contractive fear. So if I feel like I'm standing on the edge of a cliff about to fall and I'm, that's the kind of fear I feel like expansive fear, I know I'm moving in the right direction. If I feel like I'm being forced into a hole, like I'm being backed into a corner, that's the wrong kind of fear. And if that's what I'm experiencing, I know it's not the right move for me. And so you, that's my point is everybody knows that everybody knows the difference between those feelings. And so if you're struggling with understanding whether or not you should be listening to someone else's advice, ask yourself, is it expansive or do I feel contractive here? And that should give you the clue as to whether or not it's for you or it's not for you. I completely agree. Absolutely. And being a planner, it's hard. Like, cause I just, you, you just are, that happened to me several times, but I just remember this right before, like maybe a month or so ago. And we just launched last week, but like I wasn't, things weren't happening the way I was really like thinking. And it, it gives me a lot of anxiety and I've dealt with anxiety a lot of my life and I've been able to kind of control it over the years and you learn and it came all rushing back. Like for me personally, for sales and marketing, that's like what I do. Like you can give me a shoe and I'll sell it to somebody, you know, like anything, as long as I have the information, I feel like I could give that information. But for me, like not having that thing was really uncomfortable for me. Mm. Like, the, like, how am I going to sell something if it's not there? Or how am I even going to create this thing? Cause I don't even know. Cause it wasn't even something I was wanting we're not wanting to do, but like planning to do, right? Like I wasn't expecting to sell a tangible product. Talk me through that iteration process of knowing, okay, I have my ideal client in mind and I know I want to help her and here's how I want to help her. I want to make her life easier in this one particular way. Talk to me about the ideation process for you of how you came up with what you were building. So honestly, for me, I, my husband travels pre COVID every week, almost of the, of the month. And so it's me and the kids and I would have, you know, some help here or there. Cause you know, when they're young, it's tough, especially when we have three and it's like moving and shaking all the time. Uh, and trying to kind of like have a really good system where you're not feeling overwhelmed because like I said, I have anxiety. So I like things in my place. Like I like to know where things are. It makes it a little easier to, for the house to function because if your kids come and you asking you for something and you know where it was or it's supposed to be, you can tell them without doing it for them. And it kind of just snowballed into this. Everyone needs to be a little bit more self-sufficient and not rely so much on mom because mom in general is hard. Like it's great, but it's so hard. Like my husband, I think is finally seeing the bigger picture when he's now here because he's not traveled in so long you don't just carry the day to day. You carry the emotion of all of your children. Like you have to be their emotional support. And if there's not anything for you, then you just kind of just get push, 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 push. And there's just so much you can feel. That's not just including your own, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta feel all those little people's stuff too. And they don't know how, and you don't like to see them upset and it gets you fired up if like they tell on something because something happened badly to them and you just kind of get right. And so I wanted to help 
free up this for mom. So much mental space that just, of just things that you probably know and don't even know you know. And a friend of mine's uh, husband was sick and unfortunately passed away, but she, it was very like sudden, like that he got sick and had to go, she had to go to the hospital and her little kids, there are, you know, our kids at kiddos ages, uh, was home with grandma and grandpa. And I, at least for me, and I'm sure for you, like if you leave the house, how many texts do you get from your husband or sitter or something? Right. And you're just trying not to stress. You're trying to like take that time out with the girls or whatever it is. And I couldn't imagine trying to watch my sick spouse, but also worry about my children and have that limbo. And so wouldn't it be nice to have a place to put things for them to where it's so specific, where it's not just like, where's the backpack hung up? Like go a step further. Like what should be in the backpack when they go to school to make sure that they have everything. So they're not, you're not worried that, oh, it was the science project was due or something. Uh, the, the kiddos going to bed. I mean, every kid's different and having a page for every kid about allergies, like what the allergies about, like you can always say simply he has a nut allergy, but what happens if he has nuts? What should I be looking for? That's moms know, but if you're not there, something could happen. So just that peace of mind. So it's going to be this big thing to just, you, you name it, it's in there. And if I haven't thought about it, I'm sure it'll be in there at some point to just reference. So then they can leave kind of mom out of it and, you know, kind of be a little bit more self-sufficient. What you have created is, is effectively an SOP. What I love to do for business is like there's a standard operating procedure for every single task that I do in my business. You're doing this for mom. So that way she can step away from home and not worry that everybody, that whoever is like filling in for her doesn't have it. Right. And that is such a gift because not only does it free up her time and her ability to leave, but it also frees up this mental space. And that's a big thing that I'm huge on too, as an entrepreneur, like when you pass things off in your business, it's important to not just pass off the physical um, task, but also the mental space that it's taking up. So when you give it to someone else, the point is when you lay down in bed at night, it's not running through your mind, making like you're wondering whether or not it's being done right. You are able to actually give it away and then not think about it anymore. And what you're doing is you're giving moms that possibility so that they can leave and go and do their things and know that whoever's there has the Bible that's going to make it so that they can do the work that needs to get done, take care of the kids, their needs will be met and mom can go and live her life or focus on the things at hand that really matter to her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to just be like, it's on page four, like, you know, and there's, you know, there's color codes too for there. So then you can kind of do a quick reference and I'm trying to make it as user friendly. And it's also something where like, you'll be able to change it as you go. So you don't have to just replace it every time. Cause if there's like the school every year is different and, you know, or who can I call for soccer practice because mom can't be there or dad or whatever, something happens well, here's the number of a mom that you trust that you call here, go, you know, you know, leaving spaces for forms, you know, if there's like a nanny or a babysitter change, I mean, you got to put all that down because, you know, you can't go anywhere without six different IDs and, you know, just right. And so you have to have that on hand instead of taking the extra step. I especially love this too because I end up reinventing the wheel. Like I'll write instructions for a babysitter and then 
I'll like lose it or I'll like it's one piece of paper and it's like crumpled up and maybe some of it's irrelevant now. So then I'm retyping the entire thing, which like what a freaking waste of our time as busy women. We don't have time to be reinventing the wheel every single time. So a place that you can go and update that information as it changes. So smart. I mean, yeah, think about as every single mom, even if you don't have children, you have pets or house, there's instructions you have to leave. If you leave, make sure that the AC is turned on to X, Y, Z. This is where you'll find it you know, things like that, like you have to write it down no matter what. And so it's like, wouldn't it be nice just to have, and then you just kind of, it's there. Cause I write it down before, you know, all the time, flight information, like where my hotel is going to be, where all, you know, all those things. Oh my God. It's killer. It's so smart. Heather, I can't even get over it. Like how did we live our whole life without it before? <laughs> it is. I think too, for me, my husband travels. So I've learned a lot of things that moms maybe not typically do. I change the air filters. I've, you know, I've had to unlock my husband's car with a, a hanger. I had to go and Google it, but like through the taillight. Like there's things you just have to figure out. And if you, I feel like moms need to know how their house runs in and out and know what to do in an emergency. Because if my husband's gone and it's something he can do and I don't need to call somebody, but I can temporarily temporarily fix it, I would like to know instead of freaking out because there's water coming out of like the bottom of the sink and I don't know where the main valve is and my husband's at two, it's two o'clock in New York and he's in a meeting, who the heck am I gonna call? If you don't know, or if they're not written down maybe by your husband or whomever does it, it's just the whole thing where you can kind of feel safe and orderly without being reliant on somebody. Oh my God. I just love it. So what are we calling this? What is this called? So the whole thing, cause I'm going to be adding, cause there's just always needs for everything is the chaos control system. And then the first volume, which will be coming out soon will be um, like the chaos control manager for your home. Okay. And you know, there's visions of just, helping divorce couples or maybe um, kids with special needs. When I was doing my market research, the amount of women I spoke to with um, children with special needs uh, in our home right now, and the amount of stuff that comes with all of the things just alone, but before pandemic, now your home and the husband's home and every other child is home. And now mom needs to take more time to with that child that has a special needs. So the other kiddos are kind of relying on dad a little bit more. And it really kind of came about where he didn't know, like, what if the doctor asks me these questions? Because I never, he didn't really do it much. That was what mom did. And it's kind of like, here's an envelope, here's some things. And it's just like a communication thing too between spouses where everyone's on the same page. Um, Oh my God. It's so brilliant. Yeah. We're already thinking of some other people that I want to put you in contact with because this is going to change the game for them. And wow. you guys, Heather is, Heather is just one of the 150 women that are in our magnetized community where we are um, helping women accelerate growth and momentum in their business through, you know, coaching and through strategies and also through community. And so these are the kinds of women and these are the kinds of ideas that are being elevated inside of that group community. And I'm freaking just like proud to watch you do the thing that you want to do, solve that problem for women out there in the community, be a resource and simultaneously show your kiddos what it's like 
to be a boss mom that can change a filter and also can build a successful business and wipe your butt at the same time. <laughs> That's correct. Cause moms are definitely multitaskers and it's just by nature. Right. And so yeah. there's no reason why you should be frazzled and like chaos and cookies is what it's called. And it's literally cause chaos and cookie crumbs everywhere all the time. Right. No matter what. Well, Always. Always. So, you know. what I'm going to do. I'm going to pop a link to follow you here on social in the comment section, as well as where they can learn more about the chaos control system. And that way, whenever all those modules drop one at a time, they will be ready and waiting with their credit card to please God, Heather, make their life more simple. <laughs> I really hope so. I, you know, that's just the goal is just to help. Oh my God. I love it. Well, thank you for allowing me to shine a little bit of a light on the things that you're doing today. And you guys are still time. If you want to get on magnetize, we are going to shut registration down at midnight on September 7th. So if this is a community that you want to be a part of, if you need the coaching and the community and the resources to grow uh, your business, this is a spot for you. Thanks for coming Heather. Thank you so much, Whitney. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.